Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now. As promised, uh, we were going to get both Wayne Gretzky and Alex Ovechkin for you today to discuss EA Sports NHL 20 showdown that's going to take place. Alex just passed one of my favorite players of all time in career goals, Mark Messier. He is now eighth all time with 706 goals, and we are pleased to be joined on the line by the great eight, Alex Ovechkin. Hi, Alex. It's Bob. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, Bob? Everything's hey. fine. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks for taking time to join us uh, on our show here. Tell us, uh, tell us a bit about how. Uh, first of all, you, you got to know Wayne Gretzky a bit because we'll get to the event specifically in a second. But uh, you, you guys got a pretty good relationship, don't you? Yeah, we have a really good relationship. Obviously, uh, you know uh, he support me all the time. You know he's uh, texting me for. You know, I have a uh, struggle a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, that kind of support uh, you're looking for from uh, a great one. Uh, Wayne mentioned that, you know, he looked up to Alex, him and Mark Messier looked up to Alexander Yakushev. I'm a little bit younger than Wayne. My favorite Russian player uh, was Valery Harlamov. Uh, did you have a favorite uh, uh, Russian player when you were growing up? And did you have a favorite North American player when you were growing up? Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, uh, Malosev, Alexander Malosev, uh was one of my favorite players. Uh, and uh, obviously, when uh, you you growing up and you uh, start knowing NHL, of course, Lirionov, uh, Fedorov, Bure, you know, McGillney, uh, Fedorov, uh, all those guys, you know, uh, with the big names and uh, uh, lots of great uh, uh, winning and uh, um Team, team winning and uh, individual uh, records for the bit. Uh, it was uh, pretty cool. So um, uh, in North America, I like Mario Lemieux and uh, uh, Owen Nolan. So uh, those guys, I was, uh, when I was a little kid, uh, I would try to uh, be like them. Uh, it's interesting because Wayne mentioned you were way more focused on team success. You didn't worry about any of the individual stuff. It was all about winning for you. And uh, on that note, I mean, is there anything better than when you guys pulled off and won that Stanley Cup championship a couple of years ago? Yeah, it was great. Uh, obviously, you know, when uh, you get the individual success, it's uh, one thing. But uh, um, 
you play collectively, you play uh, in a team sport, right? So uh, all that matters if you uh, uh, get the uh, Stanley Cup, uh, um, then uh, that, that's the most important thing for me, uh, obviously. You know, since day one when I came here, um, our goal was to get the Stanley Cup uh, to Washington, D.C., and, uh, you know, um, I know uh, Ted Lawrence has wanted it a, a lot. Uh, and, uh, he wants badly to win, and uh, you know he was trying to do everything uh, uh, he can uh, uh, to help me and to help team to get reach our, uh, the goal. Uh, Alex, 13 seasons, and then you guys won the cup. I mean, for fans maybe in Edmonton that are looking at Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle, Connor's in year five. They need to be, maybe be just be a little bit. Pay- it's hard to win, isn't it? Yeah, it's very hard to win. It doesn't matter. You know um, how good you are personally, but uh, you, you know you have to have a, uh, a team uh, around you to uh, help you to do that. You know everybody have to be on the same page. Everybody have to have to everybody have to know uh, their role. And uh, you know um, it doesn't matter how many minutes uh, you're gonna play in the playoffs. It's the uh, most important thing is uh, get a win and uh, you know try to uh, uh, win the series. And uh, you know I think. Uh, uh, sometimes in our team, when uh, it was uh, uh, previous years, we don't have that kind of uh, uh, structure. Uh, I don't know how to call it, but uh, you know, sometimes it was not on the same page. There you go. All right, two events coming up with Wayne. One's on TV tonight. It's on Sportsnet. It's on NHL.com. It's uh, Hockey at Home and yourself uh, along with uh, Wayne uh, being interviewed. And then Wednesday, we've got EA Sports NHL 20 Showdown. Wayne Gretzky and he's got a he's got someone helping him one of his one of his boys he hasn't decided which one and then uh, yourself and uh, you've got like a ringer Alex you've got like the best EA sports player in the world uh, this guy's uh, quite the story uh, he's he's a bit of a, a legend uh, and that's John Wayne that's his nickname John Casagrandes so you're bringing out like the if Jenny Kuznetsov Alex or the uh, Nick Backstrom of uh, of play makers to make you look pretty good in this thing, aren't you? He's going to help you out, isn't he? Yeah, I hope so, because, uh, you know, of course, when I was a little kid, I was play, playing in the NHL, but, uh, you know, right now, uh, I have uh, hockey a lot, so I try to uh, play different games, but, uh, you know, um, I still have, uh, I still remember how to uh, push the buttons and how to play uh, NHL, and uh, it's, it's going to be fun, you know, it's, uh, it's all about fun, it's all about, um, uh, you know, uh, raising money for, uh uh, coronavirus uh, and uh, you know uh, charity and uh, you know that's the most important thing. Yeah, but food. Ba- I know. I know. Hundred percent is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, an opportunity for people to participate. We've tweeted out the link to it. Uh, we're joined by Alex Ovechkin of the Washington Capitals. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Now you mentioned you don't play hockey as much. Well, let me guess. You, do you play Fortnite or Call of Duty? Uh, yeah, uh, Fortnite. Uh, it was uh, one of my favorite game, but right now I play Call of Duty. New one. Uh, it's uh, I get addicted to right now again, like a little kid. My wife, my wife always uh, said, "Enough playing. I'm gonna um, break your uh, Xbox, and uh, you're not gonna be happy with that." So I said, "Don't fuck. Don't please. Don't do it." <laughs> awesome stuff. Hey, Alex. Look, thanks for joining us here on Oilers Now at Edmonton. We appreciate you taking time to join us. I know Wayne thinks the world of you. I think uh, a lot of Canadian fans, uh, We, th- you know, it's different than it was 40 years ago, and I think they admire the way you play. Best of luck with this event, and thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Yeah, thank you very much. Good luck to you guys, and uh, 
take care of yourself and your family. All right, you bet. That is Alexander Ovechkin of the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, yeah, we all know what that's like, you know. Uh, right now, Brendan Escott's shaking his head because he knows his girlfriend has taken away his uh, Xbox at times. We have that conversation daily in the Stoffer household. It's when I take away Hudson's Xbox from him. Usually the conversation doesn't go well. Uh, 141 in Edmonton. Again, uh, there are links uh, to uh, to the event. Uh, the Basically, the charitable co- uh, donations will be split into two streams, uh, and it, it's done through Monument Sports, and we put the link out, and the Edmonton charity that is benefiting from this event is going to be the Edmonton Food Bank. And, yeah, uh, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 141 in Edmonton. This is the winners now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. If you've missed the last uh, 40 minutes of the show or so, you have missed us having uh, first Wayne Gretzky and then Alexander Ovechkin on the show. A reminder that Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download at the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. And you can also obviously order and pay online as well at Royal Pizza, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, Speck had a got a question on that, by the way. Uh, it is a little response about the Fred special. Was that it or the chef special? One of the two specials. All right. Uh, yeah, special thanks to the Washington Capitals uh, for helping set up uh, Alexander Ovechkin. And uh, it is interesting when you, because, you know, Brendan, you're sitting back in the studio right now and you didn't get a chance to see Valerie Harlamov play. Uh, and he was, uh, he passed away in the early 1980s. And there are people listening to the show right now that were in the building in Edmonton. When at that time the Soviet Union, this was well before the wall came down, man. This is this is in the height of the Cold War in the early 1980s when trust was not at a great place. Where in Edmonton we did a moment of silence for Valerie Harlamov, who passed away in a car accident uh, in West uh, in West Germany. So, uh, and Valerie Harlamov, for those of you that maybe just, just do yourself a favor sometime because you got time right now, just hop on YouTube and go take a look at the highlights from uh, Game 1 of the 1972 Summit Series. That guy was good. Yakushev was like a cross between Bobby Hall and Frank Mahovlich. Like he was big and, you know, could skate and protect the puck. Uh, Harlamov scored, they're, they're, even when they, you know, they had the 72 Summit Series, 74 Summit Series, 72 against the NHL, 74 against the WHA. And then they had the Challenge uh, Cup in 79, and then at like 75-76, the Russians came over. And uh, the the Red Army team took on the New York Rangers. And Yakushev, or sorry, um, Harlamov scored a goal where he skated through the entire team. Like, it was just ridiculous what he did. Uh, smaller guy, and that's why I compared him, you know, it's kind of like watching Maradona in 86. Maybe a bit like Lionel Messi now, you know, because he, he wasn't the biggest of guys, uh, but just a tricky, skilled, elite player. And frankly, at that time, 
you know, 72, uh, the first Summit Series, people, many people, I mean, Bobby Hull could, was not allowed to play because of how whatever the precursor to Hockey Canada at that time was called because he had just signed with the Winnipeg Jets organization, and Bobby Orr was injured in 1972. So Phil Esposito became the de facto leader of that team. Obviously, Paul Henderson scored the huge goals in games 6, 7, and 8. And there was genuine dislike between Canada and Russia, or at that time the USSR, for a number of years in international hockey. 74 wasn't close. Uh, the guys that were playing in the WHA, a lot of them were no longer at the NHL level that they were once at, you know. And uh, so the Russians took it pretty good. 75-76, uh, the games played between individual teams. A lot of people think the game between the Red Army and the Montreal Canadiens in 1975 on New Year's Eve was one of the greatest games ever played. Canadians outshot the Russians 38-13 in that game. And Ken Dryden, who never played great against Russia, uh, struggled a bit in goal. But the Canadians, who were a stellar team themselves, were all over the Russians. Buffalo, as I recall, uh, pounded Moscow Dynamo. but the uh, And then the Flyers roughed up the uh, Central Red Army team, and they specifically targeted Valerie Harlamov, who, of course, uh, most of you know this, Bobby Clark broke his ankle in 1972 in Game 6. That was actually the turning point in that that first Summit Series. You know, it, he, someone had to take care of him. So Clark went and broke his ankle with a two-hander and sort of made him uh, far less effective, but a spectacular player nonetheless. We completely look at Russian players differently today. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Like, Brendan, you're a BC kid. So in BC, most Canucks fans, it's it's a slam dunk who they'd say their favorite Russian player is of all time. 100%. And I even have a Pavel Bure jersey because he was that electrifying at that time, right? Uh, Magioni, another one of those. But, Bob, the, correct me if I'm wrong, the Canucks were one of the first franchises to start bringing those yes. Russians over. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had uh, Krutov came over, and they, were, they tried to actually draft Bure before. Uh, using leap years, you can look it up. It's on. Uh, there, yeah, there's no question. They were a little bit ahead of. They were a little bit ahead of their time. And and the Russian Rocket was a spectacular player. It's funny when Connor McDavid was in his draft year in 2015. Uh, I think we just lost Craig Button at that point. Is a TSN had taken over, uh, Bell had taken over from Astral, a bunch of radio stations. Uh, but you know the the comparison was made that you know McDavid had Burry's, uh um, Gretzky's had uh, Burry's speed and Lemieux's skill. And that's pretty good <laughs> because Burry could fly. Uh, and he was a big-time goal scorer, and he was not a timid player. Pavel Burry brought it. So text us at 780-496-0063. Who is your favorite Russian player of all time? Again, mine's Harlamov, but I'm old. Like, you know, and, and for a lot of guys that are in their late 40s, early 50s, Harlamov might have been the guy. It's interesting you mentioned Alexander Maltsev. Maltsev is a guy that carried a lot of weight in the Russian hockey community. Obviously, Trechak has always carried, he's been a prominent player uh, off the ice in Russia. You go back to, you know, at international championships, when they go to award medals, often they bring Trechak on the ice as one of the Russians that provides the Russian players with medals when they medal at international events. Uh, Fedosov, a lot of power uh, in terms of with uh, Vladimir Putin. Modern era, it's not even like 
it's it's Ovechkin one, Malkin two. And those two have had, ironically enough, quite the rivalry as well. Uh, but uh, it's – frankly, I've always admired Russian players. They've, they've had a ton of skill. They've been – they. You know what? We we learned from them. We did. There's there's no other way to say it. And and Canada placed a greater emphasis on skill. We've talked about this before. And the comparative that I did a number of years ago was, you know, Germany crashing out of the Euro in soccer in 2000, and they really emphasized skill, skill, skill. Anyway, maybe they didn't have the best player. They might have had at any time, you know, seven or eight of the top 50 players in the world, and it came to fruition with them in the 2014 World Cup. And then they subsequently bombed out of the 2018 World Cup. And I had somebody who knows a little about German soccer say to me, you know, Canada, you know, West Germany traditionally did it through defense and soccer uh, and staunch defense, and they could shut things down. But Canada has more offensive player uh, flair, and Canada has, you know, a strong argument can be made. Canada might have the three best players in the world on their team right now. We just haven't had a chance to see them internationally. And that would be uh, McDavid. Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon. Those might be the three best players in the world. You can make that argument. But there's no question, I think, for the modern era of Russian players, Alexander Ovechkin has to be considered um, one of the uh, one of the greatest Russian players of all time, the best of the current times. Uh, Jim says, Bob, Trechak and Harlamov were my two favorites. Uh, Bob, uh, what about Datsuk? That guy addressed people, embarrassed a lot of players. He could dangle. Uh, he was known as the little guy when he was discovered in Russia. Well, he didn't get discovered until he was 25. Uh, Bob, what about Sergei Fedorov? Not counting on guys nowadays like Ovi. Well, there's no question Fedorov was an excellent player. Uh uh, Bob, favorite Russian player was Larionov, classiest ever, Fedorov. Uh, well, and, and Fedorov, I, I'll tell you, from a media perspective, to deal with him when he was in the league, and, and I kind of caught the tail end of him. I mean, I'm going into year 12. The Oilers had the show before that for five years, but would only see him in town. He gave people a lot of time. Nathan and Beaumont says, Bob, Sergei Fedorov was the man. Loved Fedorov when I hated Russian players growing up. Um, Burry was a talented player. Uh, but the biggest Mimi player of his time, a lot of his teammates didn't like him, not a team player from Roddy. Okay. Uh, there you go. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 as we were discussing uh, Russian players. Uh, Bob, you missed Igor Yulanov as one of the best Russian players of all time. I don't – they called him the Mangler. I, I don't think that Igor Yulanov – was one of the best Russian players of all time. Uh, he did get underneath the skin once of Eric Lindros when Tampa Bay was playing the Flyers in the playoffs one year. Didn't go well for old uh, Igor. Another texter out of Edmonton says, Pavel Datsuk, best Russian player of all time. Bob Vladimir Krutov. That one being mentioned. Again, you can text us 780 <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> Bob, you should, have, you should have seen the Russian women around Peter Mahovlich in uh, their hotel lobby back in the 1970s. Uh, 74, they should have played guys like Dennis Sobchuk. Uh, when Jerry Cheever's father passed away, it was over. See, there is a guy right now. I don't know who this texter is, but those two references... 
that guy knows because Dennis Sobchuk was uh, had a window uh, until Mark Messi absolutely kicked the living snot out of him uh, when Sobchuk was with the Oilers and Messier was with, the, I guess that would have been Cincinnati. Uh, Dennis Sobchuk, when he came out of the Regina Pats, was a pretty special player. And Cheevers was supposed to be the number one goalie. Uh, 30-year-old Alex says, Bob Havel, Datsuk, every day is my favorite Russian player. Uh and, again, I, I'm the guy that's going to go with uh, Valerie Harlamov. Some of my favorite Russian players, Texter says, Bure Fedorov, Zubov. Zubov is a very underrated player. Ulanov, Nazarov. Nazarov. I couldn't stand Nazarov. He was a... Anyways, uh, Brizgalov and Ovi. Honorable mention to uh, Nabakov, who was born in Kazakhstan, uh, Kazakhstan, uh, but played for Russia. And forget Datsuk. Uh, he was just plain awesome. Uh, Brizgalov's an interesting fellow. Was the Rich Winter texting us there? Is that why Brizgalov was one of the favorite guys? Let's go to List Day and Oilers history. Here's Brendan Escott. Back in 1984, Mark Messier tied the game in th- at three in the third period, but Lanny McDonald scored his second of the game a minute and four seconds into overtime, and that gave the Flames a 5-4 win at the Olympic Saddle Dome and forced game seven against the Oilers in the Smythe Division Final. All right. Special thanks uh, again to Wayne Gretzky and Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, We tweeted out how you can get involved in the EA Sports NHL 20 showdown uh, with the Capitals switch channel. Uh, Wayne and one of his boys uh, against Alexander Ovechkin and uh, John Casagrande, who I'm told is one of the top uh, EA Sports players in the world. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't know if I can get two of the top ten goal scorers in NHL history on the show. Mark Spector, though, will be on. And uh, we're working on a couple other guests. Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports tonight from 7 to 8. You will hear from the U of A Athletic Director Ian Reed and former Eskimos offensive lineman, three-time Grey Cup champion Kevin Lefsrud. Kevin Lefsrud used to be my color analyst on Golden Bears football back in the mid-2000s. Great guy out of Viking. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.